thank you to everyone who's joining us today from all over Australia. Uh, today we're going to talk about career planning for autistic students. Um, before we start, uh, I'm, I'm Cheryl and I have the absolute joy of heading up Research Translation at Autism CRC. Um, I feel it's important to state I'm not autistic, but I do have several family members who are. And at Autism CRC, I'm extremely privileged to work with and more importantly, to learn from many, many autistic, um, incredible autistic people, um, many of whom or some of whom are actually part of our um, team for My Way Employability. The team and I are really excited to be here and we thank the team at Education Services Australia for the opportunity to share some guidance on career planning with autistic students with you today. Of course, initiatives such as these don't happen without a fantastic team and I'd like to invite my colleagues Marina, Keely and Brendan to introduce themselves. I'm Marina Chikorelian, I'm coming to you from Perth in Western Australia. Uh, like Cheryl, I'm not on the autism spectrum. I'm an occupational therapist with over 35 years of experience and I've had the pleasure of working with uh, many teachers and kids on the spectrum and kids with other disabilities in the classroom. Um, I'm a really strong believer in um, helping people to work to their strengths and one of my favourite quotes is uh, been accredited to Albert Einstein. He said, everybody is a genius um, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, then that fish will live its entire life believing it is stupid. So uh, that's the, the, the premise that I work with. It's really about um, a, a, an inclusive approach and a strengths-based approach. Keely? Yeah, thank you. My name's Keely Harper-Hill. I come with a background um, as a speech, a speech pathologist and um, have worked with young people um, with autism since the 90s. So um, they have taught me far more than um, I have taught them, I can assure you of that. So it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Keely. Brendan? Thanks, Keely. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Brendan. I'm the Digital Product Manager for the Autism CRC, and I manage uh, two of the products that are going to be uh, presented here today. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. So we have an exciting session planned for you today and uh, I'm going to start by giving you just a little bit of background about Autism CRC as well as information about autism and employment more broadly. Then I'm going to hand over to Marina and Brendan to provide an overview of the best practice career planning and how you as a teacher can support your students using My Way Employability free online career planner. Finally, Keely's going to take you through some of the post-school transition resources for teachers and talk to you about how you can actually get involved in using these resources in your classroom and trialling them. So Autism CRC was established in 2013 under the Commonwealth Government's CRC program. We are a network of 56 partners around the world and the world's first National Cooperative Research Centre focused on autism across the lifespan. Our vision is to see autistic people empowered to use diverse strengths and interests. We work with the autistic community, research organisations, industry and government to develop and deliver evidence-based policy, practice and programs. We seek to engage autistic individuals in every aspect of the research and development. 
So, employment. Australian statistics show that employment, unemployment of people on the autism spectrum is a huge challenge. The unemployment rate for autistic people is 34.1%, which of course is more than three times the rate of people with disability and almost eight times the rate of people without a disability. While national data has not yet been released, the situation is almost certainly to have worsened in today's pandemic-affected employment market. We also know that only 26% of autistic young people graduate post-secondary education and training. And we know that this is significantly less than their peers without, with other disabilities. Unsuccessful transition to work increases the risk of labour force, social exclusion, and a likely an increased likelihood of physical and mental health issues. Of course, on the flip side, we also know from the research that a better transition from school to work leads to earlier potential for employment, higher job satisfaction and productivity in the workplace, and of course, greater capacity for independent living. So, where there are big challenges, there also are opportunities. And slowly but surely, we're starting to see that the tide is turning. Companies, big and small, are turning their attention to diversity and inclusion and understanding that with diversity becomes diverse thinking, creativity, innovation. Several employers across range of industries are increasingly actively looking for autistic employees. Every year, Autism CRC runs an Autism at Work Summit a conference where employers and organisations come together with the autistic community to share their reflections, learnings and the latest research in relation to inclusive employment programs. Organisations and companies that are actively looking for students like yours. So the challenge that we took up in thinking about My Way Employability and also resources for teachers is how might we improve the self-determination among autistic young people to plan and prepare for post-secondary education, training or work. A secondary problem uh, quickly emerged or a challenge quickly emerged and that's how might we build the capacity of parents, teachers, service providers and professionals to support autistic young people through this critical life stage. So now I'm going to hand over to Marina and the rest of the team to take you through how we've approached this challenge and what resources we've developed for teachers like you. Thanks so much, Cheryl. So we're going to introduce you to My Way Employability today. And this is a set of resources uh, that have been developed to assist uh, young people on the autism spectrum to plan and prepare for what they're going to do after um, school finishes. And it's based on are five employability principles and in no particular order of importance um, they are starting transition planning early and research tells us that uh, year nine is the best time to start and if that opportunity is already passed by uh, then the next best time to start is right now with students wherever they are in their um, uh, high school uh, um, journey. The second one is keeping the young person um, right at the centre of all transition planning and helping them to really uh, take charge. It, this helps them to develop self-advocacy skills and it also gives them that opportunity to know who they are and how to play to their strengths. So keeping them at the centre of all transition planning uh, conversations. Uh, focusing on the big picture this is um, about the big picture about wor what work brings. Now, young people on the spectrum might have a 
difficulty in seeing themselves into the future because they're not really there yet. And so it's hard for them to understand what else does work bring them other than a paycheck. Things like uh, social connections and having a place in society and that sense of independence. And so real-world experiences like uh, volunteering or work experience can really help autistic young people to see the big picture about what work can offer them. Dreaming big, it's encouraging big dreams. So um, our research and other research has shown that young people are more likely to succeed when they're surrounded by others who believe that they will do well and encourage them to aim high. Aiming high doesn't always mean that you're going to reach that uh, f- uh, big target, but it um, it can be uh, achieved uh, by breaking big goals down into smaller manageable steps uh, to help them achieve some quick wins because nothing fosters success like success. And if you're working with a young person who has got a, a big dream um, and they're not getting any successes on the board, then it's about rethinking their goals. Are they the right goals at the right time? Are the goals too big? Are they too manageable? Um, are those goals providing the just right challenge for them? And the last employability principle is having a champion on the team and every young person will benefit from having a champion on the team to help them achieve their goals. And the champion might be that person who advocates for them, connects them with other people who can help them with planning and finding meaningful work opportunities or even being a mentor. And uh, the, the champion is somebody who can help that young person to adopt a growth mindset about focusing on what has been learned from this opportunity and playing to their strength. And many teachers are in the position of being a champion uh, to young people on the spectrum in their transition planning journey. My Way Employability is a smart web application and it was designed to help autistic young people to plan and prepare for their working life. Over 200 stakeholders, including 90 autistic young people, were involved in the co-design and development of the platform. And with the pandemic in 2020 and 2021 uh, came many challenges, but because everybody became so familiar with using online meeting platforms, it provided some amazing opportunities for us to engage with young people online from all over Australia to have their say and their input into the design and development. So we have those five employability principles and in response we knew that we needed to develop something for students to assist them in their transition planning and also something for teachers because teachers have such an important role as I said in that transition planning process Um, and in order for teachers to easily use my way employability with students we also knew that teachers needed some resources So we have developed two um, online resources we're going to share with you today. So the first one is My Way Employability, and this has been designed with young autistic people, but we also knew that we needed to provide some more um, uh, resources for teachers to help them to start um, some of the conversations with young people and uh, some of the resources that they might need and lesson plans uh, to get things going. Uh, And for those of you who are having some challenges, um, then hopefully today we can share some uh, insights with you and then introduce you to some of the resources that we have available for you to use. 
So some of the things you might want to consider about supporting your students in that transition planning and those initial conversations is really taking that positive approach, encouraging that uh, the young person uh, to be in the driver's seat. So as much as possible, what can the student do to start um, taking control of what the next steps are for them, taking charge of those decisions and taking um, control of some of the actions? Because after all, this is their life. And the more um, connected we can get young and young people to be active in that process, the more uh, likely they are to be engaged and to, to continue onwards. So My Way Employability offers some um, options to uh, give them that platform to, to be uh, in the driver's seat. Exploring strengths and interests, absolutely, as early as year seven, six and seven, if not earlier. And uh, by building on uh, an individual's interests and what they're good at, not like a fish trying to climb a tree, but um, young people can use My Way Employability to start to build their own profile about the things, activities and everyday um, activities that are related to, to work that uh, might be of interest or not interest uh, to them. Um, helping them to build a team, and this is so important because it uh, lets the young person know that they're not in on this journey alone, but by creating a team and the My Way Employability platform offers that option, it also gives the option for that team to meet regularly so progress can continue to be made. And also looking at those opportunities for finding real-life work experiences. And as I said, if a young person doesn't have a good sense of that big picture about what work is all about, then some very simple volunteering, even an hour a week, and it might be in-school volunteering that they do either during lunchtime or after school, might be that pathway to getting them to think about what their strengths are and who else they can share those with. Uh, part-time work, of course, any kind of internships or any kind of work experience as well. Um, the other thing that is, I guess, really important to consider as we talked about those big sky dreams is goal setting with uh, your students and helping them to identify what it is that really uh, they're passionate about. Many young people have uh, uh, on the spectrum have got um, certain passions and I've heard also parents say, yeah, but their passions change from one week to the next. And that's actually a good thing because it's about that exploration that you don't really need to have everything set in stone all in year nine. There isn't that opportunity to come back and revise and to think, how do I feel about where I'm going? What else might be out there for me? But starting with a goal and breaking those goals down into smaller steps and tasks. Um, I know for us as occupational therapists and maybe for you too as teachers, that writing goals can be really, really challenging. So it's about helping the, the student to set some smart goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, so are they set at the right level? Um, are they relevant at this particular point in time in their transition uh, planning journey? And are they within a time frame so that it's something that can be checked back in uh, very soon? Have we actually uh, met that goal? And if not, why not? And goal setting and reflection on whether or not goals are being achieved really gives an opportunity to um, sit and work with the student to really foster a, a growth mindset that, all right, we set that goal. It didn't quite work. 
but why didn't it work? You didn't achieve what you had hoped to achieve uh, within this time frame. Why was the goal too big? Was it not at, at the right time? Uh, do you actually need some help in being able to uh, achieve this goal? Does somebody else on the team need to assist you with it, that? Or do you just need more time in, in which to be able to do this? Or do we need to park this, this goal um, for, for a later time? It's about finding that just right challenge for the student to be able to uh, set a goal that's specific but also um, can be achieved. And with that uh, achievement comes that sense of success and then that willingness to set the next goal and to, to, to move on. And for also finding about, out about why was I able to achieve that goal. So goal setting is a fundamental function of my way employability. If the young person's not yet doing a work experience, but still in that process of wanting to develop, uh, putting that in place, regular team meetings can help the young person keep on track. And we always say you can schedule your team meetings in, um, in the My Way employability platform, but never leave a meeting without scheduling the next meeting. Ideally, we would suggest once a term to meet with the young person and the other people uh, who might be on their team, including a parent. Getting involved can be really hard for students to take that driver's seat. And so if there is going to be transition planning meeting, think about strategies that can help them to be involved as much as they're possible. Keeping the planning meetings short and having an agenda and sticking to the agenda so they know what to expect. Uh, allowing the young person to either attend the meetings in person or perhaps the student actually attends online. Everybody else might be um, there in person, but they're joining online or the whole team might be on, meet online. If they are attending um, in person, maybe they use instant messaging to communicate with other people in the uh, meeting if they don't feel comfortable speaking up. Uh, they might ask somebody else to speak on their behalf and have some information written out for the other person to say. Um, using sensory um, tools to help them manage their anxiety, whether it be a some kind of a fidget tool or something else that can help just keep them calm and also giving them that opportunity. If you need to step out for a minute, we can take a break. Join us back again when you're ready. So some really simple strategies to help that young person to really focus on um, what they can uh, contribute to that meeting. So now I'm going to hand over to Brendan uh, to show you some of the features and the tools on My Way Employability that your students can use to start planning for their future. Thank you so much, Marina. Uh, so I just wanted to remind everyone again, you can access My Way Employability at any time, just through mywayemployability.com. It is completely free, and we did actually design it for school systems, so that includes desktops, laptops, and tablets as well, because you can actually interact with it with a touchscreen. Um, we have visited a few schools and realized that sometimes the site is actually blocked by the network, which is fine. Sometimes we just need the local administrator to help us out there. But if anyone's having trouble, please uh, feel free to contact us and we can help out as well. Now, traditionally, uh, older career explorers ask things like, do you like chemistry or do you like landscaping? And it's, it's a very general kind of thing. Instead, we've actually put some more modern sort of statements around activities that can be done. So, you know, maybe starting up a YouTube channel, it's a very creative endeavor, and we've got that as an activity to prioritize. So it's across all different career areas. And what we do is we put them into the mix and we come up with some career areas for the students. Um, 
interestingly enough, we've got some flexibility then. So we were originally showing the top three percentages of students and they asked us, like, what are the bottom three? We kind of want to see the full 100%. Um, so anyone can actually click any of these job cards to discover some suggested jobs under these areas. So, you know, for the example here, you could be 14% organized. You can still explore what an organizational type job would be just as much if you jump into an artistic category job as well and see the full range there. So we're not really forcing anyone down a path. We've still got that flexibility there, which was important to the students. Another one which we talked a lot about sensory preferences and how we raise that with students. And we've actually got three choices in the sensory preferences profile. So, you know, for example, here we've got, you know, what's a, a quiet workplace versus a noisy workplace. And we've got a few little props there to just think about how effective you can work depending on quiet versus noise. Because in our workshops, we heard, well, it depends how quiet it is. It depends how noisy it is. Is the noise people? Is it music? Is it a hum somewhere? So we've often also said, just think about how you'd best work. But at the same time, if you're not actually, you don't mind about sensory preferences in terms of noise, then you can actually declare that you don't mind at all. And it basically won't appear on your profile. And speaking of goal setting, uh, as Marina was with about the growth mindset uh, and achievable smart goals, what we do is we actually have those goals able to be broken down into a series of smaller tasks. Obviously, the more tasks you've got, they're easier to sort of break down and achieve as you go along. You've also got the option there to notify your team members once you tick off a task or you update a task, maybe you're struggling with one. And to promote that growth mindset when you complete a task, there's actually a little bit of a reflection piece there because basically when you finish a goal, um, every goal is going to be a learning experience no matter what the outcome is. So we have a few little reflection questions around, well, what helps to achieve that goal and, and what made it difficult and how do you feel now that you've, you've ticked that off? Because, you know, sometimes success doesn't necessarily feel like success, but if you've learned something, that's, that's quite good to promote that mindset. Uh, resource articles. So something that came up in our workshop quite frequently was that uh, students are very good at Googling and finding things, but they didn't quite know where to start or they wanted to actually just see something very simple, very easy to read and understand. And so we came up with a group of about 40 resource articles covering things like, you know, what to wear to a job interview. It's actually written and edited by autistic youth and their subject matter experts. So, you know, how to get around TAFE and university um, stress or advocating for yourself in the workplace. Uh, the information is very clear, concise. These are, you know, no more than two pages each. They've got some very key, key points at the top. And I've also got some links to further information as well uh, to support its site. Of course, acknowledging that you're all teachers and you're probably the champions of your students. There's also an article there about how to use my way as part of a team. Because we do put young people and students sort of in the center, basically they log in, they create a profile, and they can invite you to be on their team, to be their champion, essentially, and advocate for them. And you'll, you'll receive an email with videos, instructions. There is a contact us page. So if anyone's having any troubles or anything like that, or even any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. So please do reach out. And I think that's it. I think I'll uh, pass that over to Marina. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brendan. So, um... As we said, we've uh, Brendan's just taken you through My Way Employability, but we also have these resources that we've developed 
uh, for teachers to support young people uh, to use My Way Employability as a platform to start that career exploration. And, and we understand that, that teachers are really busy and so these resources are very teacher-friendly and I'm going to be uh, handing over um, to Keely now uh, who has been leading a lot of the work around the development of these resources for Inclusion Ed to talk you through those offerings. Thanks, Keely. Um, so we developed My Way Educator uh, resources with Australian teachers. Um, when I introduced myself, I, um, I'm a speech language pathologist. The the other um, co-producer was a, uh, a teacher. Um, and we worked with an advisory group of teachers and subsequently we have also completed a number of co-design sessions with teachers um, in regional and metropolitan areas. So that is um, the purpose of the resources is to provide uh, you as teachers with teaching and learning um, activities that can prepare students um, in the lead up to using uh, My Way Employability, but also to kind of wrap around their use so that you've got um, a whole series of different activities to to um, support that, that online exploration that they undertake. And we keep those um, and we house those on our uh, website called Inclusion Ed. And Inclusion Ed is an initiative of the Autism Cooperative Research Centre and its primary purpose is to translate our findings from our school year's research um, and making sure that we support teachers so that the research findings can actually make their way into Australian classrooms. But again, Inclusion Ed was developed um, with um, an enormous amount of input from teachers as co-designers, as advisors, um, and as consultants. So um, this is where we have the, the My Way Educator resources. And on the front page or on the home page, when you scroll down, you come across a series of teaching practices. Um, and the My Way Educator practices are, um, come under a, a series called post-school options. We have three units um, to support students as they use My Way employability and an introduction. So each of these uh, units, and we'll start first of all um, with looking at the, if we nip into the introduction uh, practice on the right-hand side of the screen, what you can see is um, the introductory practice. And it, it, first up, you just get a bit of information about the, the summary of the, the practice and the benefits of the, the practice before you can then dive in and actually have a look at the, the various resources that we have developed. And Brendan, Brendan, when he showed you um, the My Way Employability site, in the first one, um, that there was the quiz about career um, interest. And so we support career interest, the first unit that we have on Inclusion Ed. And so this is um, the unit plan for this first unit, and it's called Self-Discovery. And it's all about students um, discovering and exploring their interests as well as their um, their particular strengths 
that they have and also um, their own sensory profiles and thinking about how that might influence um, their their choice or of um, future work. So we have the unit plan, which takes us through um, the different activities that we have. And then um, within this particular unit, we have, for example, selfie videos on the site. We have a lot of um, peer modelling type videos where students hear from other young people um, about their experiences. And then we also build worksheets and activities around um, those. So with these particular um, videos, students are then supported to take notes, um, to listen and to process and think about what it is that's being said in it and to, to understand that. This particular worksheet, there's a single hand. Um, and we have used a hand system um, in order to be able to scaffold and provide different levels of scaffolding for students. So a single hand provides an indication to you as teachers that that's the worksheet with the least amount of um, scaffolding, whereas a three helping hand uh, worksheet will provide much greater scaffolding. And this is in this uh, scaffolding uh, refers to the level of complexity of the language that we use the um, the degree to which visual supports are incorporated and whether there is a, a much more structured approach, for example, through the use of set boxes or whether, in fact, there may be a combination of these. And so here we can see um, the three-handed example of that note-taking chart that we looked at before where we have multiple means of engagement um, for students and expression um, and they have a much simpler um, number of questions to, to ask. Teachers also told us that what they um, would appreciate were, were glossary sheets or glossary booklets. And so each value has a glossary booklet where um, students are given um, an opportunity to explore the meanings of words that they're going to need in order to be able to access the worksheet that support their work on my employment um and so really that leads us to um the final call out i guess from us um in that over the last couple of years we've developed these uh re resources with pizzas and we now have an opportunity to share those um with pizzas who are working with young people um, on the spectrum, planning for their future, and we really want to know how we can make the uh, resources more valuable to you and more um, uh, feasible for you to use and more um, engaging for students. So if anyone would be interested in providing us with some feedback, um, please do make contact with me on um, and we would greatly appreciate um, your impact, your input, because we can only make them as valuable um, based on the information that we have. Thank you. Thank you so much, Keely. And I think um, the uh, the teacher who shared that they are starting to do some work early with students in years five, six or seven 
Um, some of the activities that um, have the three hand scaffolding that are presented in uh, perhaps a little uh, less complex way might be appropriate for you to use with the students in those younger years as well. So it's really catering to students at whatever level of um, learning capacity that they, they currently have. So thank you so much for your time um, uh, in, in listening to our presentation today. We hope that we've been able to um, uh, affirm some of the things that you are already doing with your students uh, on that pathway uh, to transition planning for them. And uh, for those of you who uh, have had some challenges or you know, face that difficulty of I don't know what to do with this student or how do I do something as part of a whole class activity? I can't just focus on the one or two students who might need assistance. Then hopefully some of the resources we've shared with you today uh, gives you some options for how um, you might be able to support those students better in the classroom without a whole heap of extra work for yourself. Sometimes parents aren't ready to let their child take control of their own career aspirations, be it for the transition from school or items within a school like subject choice or work experience. This can be really problematic and especially when we can clearly see that parents are trying to limit the child's ambition because of their own fears. And um, we know we saw that in the research for the booth day, didn't we, Marina? Absolutely. And in fact, uh, we've done presentations to parents for, for many years now. And I always say unashamedly up front that um, as a parent myself, um, I know how much I want to look after and, and shield my own kids from, um, from you know, anything that might cause them harm. And many parents don't want their kids to fail. They don't want them to go through that. And we say up front that part of this process is not setting your child up for failure, but supporting your child to start to take uh, some risks in life uh, that extend them and help them grow. And that if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. They will be guided and supported by their team. But what have we learned from that experience? And I had one, one parent uh, say to me that they absolutely never thought that their um, son could achieve what he achieved. And the son came back and said, we've been told we have to dream big, ma oh, dad. And so that's what I'm doing. And the young man was quite successful in achieving the outcome. Uh, and it was about uh, presenting uh, something at school for Book Week. And he had authored some work that he wanted to share with the school. And the father came back and said, we were blown away at how well he was able to do this. And you know, we're now thinking, oh my God, we didn't want him to do it because we didn't want him to fail. So it's about having the conversation that, yes, you don't want the, the, the student to fail, but it's that opportunity to let them have a go. And these are the supports that are going to be placed around this young person, including the parent, to guide them through that. And that's why my way employee building and creating that team can allow parents as well as the young person to see they're fully supported. Thank you. Marina, there's a couple of, just a couple of comments around um, how we might be able to support students with, I guess, higher support needs or with language challenges to use My Way employability or to use that career planning aspect of it. Um, no thing, you know, some of those words and concepts are sometimes a little bit tricky to understand. Um, and I know that was very much top of mind in My Way Educator as well. So... Please. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl. And it's a really, really good comment. Um, when we created My Way Empl Employability, we um, created it for young autistic individuals who didn't necessarily have uh, an intellectual disability or um, other major um, cognitive impairments which might impact their ability to independently use it. Having said that, um, it really provides a platform for a conversation starter for any teacher or any parent to have with a young person. And so this might mean that certain concepts might need to be uh, explained. And so rather than saying to the young person, you know, sit down and fill out this profile about yourself, it can be done in collaboration with the young person. And it is really that conversation. I have said to parents, though, I had a parent ask us, can I just fill it out on my, young, um, my child's behalf? And we've said, well, you can manually enter the information, but it really needs to be on the basis of a conversation that you've had with your young person. So whether the young, um, that your students are using any form of um, augmented uh, assistive communication devices, or whether or not they need some of the concepts broken down even further and explained in some uh, language or some examples that they can understand. Yes, it is time consuming, but maybe that's a task that perhaps the teacher doesn't have to do. That's a homework task that the you can ask the, the, the family to engage with as part of this process. So it's almost set like a homework activity. So uh, again, it's, it's that young person's voice, but perhaps assisting them in understanding some of the concepts and assisting them with entering the information, but retaining their own uh, perspective. Fantastic. Oh, Marina, there's another question that we get all the time, um, and that is the resources being developed for autistic students. However, how can it be used? How do you however, do you advocate for this resource for other groups of students? Yes, it is a, it's something we hear all the time. So we've just talked a little bit about from the previous question. If somebody, if a student does have a, an intellectual disability, a mild intellectual disability or some kind of uh, reliance on um, uh, augmented communication, then um, there, there might need to be that additional support. If, however, you have a mainstream classroom and you have one or two or three um, students on the spectrum who are part of that classroom, there is no reason that these activities can't be done as a whole classroom activity uh, because transition planning is important for all uh, kids around year nine and 10 and st they're, they're starting to think about subject selection, they're starting to think about uh, work experience options. So these activities can be done with students who may not be um, autistic, who might not have any intellectual uh, disabilities, so it can be done as a, as a whole of class activity. And in fact, it's probably uh, worthwhile if you hop on as teachers, hop on to My Way Employability, put in your own profile. You can create your own profile. Doesn't suggest you should actually be in uh, in the field of being an educator. Are you that person who wants to help solve help solve problems and um, help people and be? Are you very organised? And it may well tell you that you're in the right profession, but. Uh, it is an option for, for you to do this as a whole of class and not just to, with individual students. Fantastic. Um, oh, there's some, some great, sorry, there's some great comments here and uh, and Charlo is saying, I'm planning to put it one period aside per cycle in my work education study to use this platform 
to complement the content as subject. Oh, Sala, that's music to our ears. That's what we want to hear. Uh, and please, please, please contact us and let us know how that goes. Or um, even better, please come and be part of the trial so that we can actually really understand what's going on for you in that process and how we can learn to make the resources even more relevant for teachers and, and more helpful for you. Uh, a couple of other qu uh, comments, um, Marina, and this one came up ages ago when we were talking about, you know, how do you start the conversation? I just love this comment. Uh, and, um, and it was Catherine and she said, observation, reflection and open, active listening conversations, <laughs> which of course is absolutely key. Absolutely. And I think, Catherine, the insight that you've uh, provided there is that you, um, it's not always about asking a question and then getting the answer back straight away. Uh, many people, particularly um, autistic individuals, need that time for reflection to process what's being asked of me and what do I really think about this? And maybe being asked that question in, um, in different ways. Uh, uh, in different settings or in multiple uh, times or ways. Um, so it's it's about being patient and looking at the long game in being able to help this young person transition. It's not going to happen overnight. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so this is a good question. Uh, well, they're all good questions. <laughs> it's just one that I want to make sure that we draw out, and that is do you have any suggestions for changing the mindset? of I'll get the pension so I don't really need to work. This is coming from the parents as well, but the student is actually really capable. I know you've had yeah. this experience. Yeah, so so there you go. And that is about a young person not understanding the big picture about work. Yes, work brings in a dollar and if you can get the, the, the money from, a, uh, you know, a disability support pension, why do I need to go and work? And this is where it's about... Um, them understanding that big picture it's about your place in society it's about finding other people who are like-minded like you who have similar interests that are working in the same kind of field helping you find your tribe once you leave school um, uh, and that it's about creating that sense of independence and maybe one of the goals uh, around um, uh, transition planning is to become more independent with community mobility, whether it's uh, independent use of uh, public transportation or even getting a driver's licence. It's what else does it bring so that you um, are now stepping out of that role of being a child and a school student into becoming an adult who has a place and is valued in society. So I think that's where that big picture and understanding that big picture can come. It takes people from that very reductionistic approach to its money in uh, to what else does it bring me. Fantastic. Marina, I think that's all we've got time for. But thank you so much for joining us and thank you for the opportunity to share our work today.